Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get hefty, ultra-strong with new Fabuloso lemon scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm Lanny, your host, and I'm so excited for today's episode. We're doing a whole episode on college or university. I always say college because majority of you are American, but university if you're Canadian, and career advice. I have started my career, I guess you could say. I guess I'm hashtag adulting, but we're going to do, It's guess it's kind of like a big sis chat over here, but we're going to do a career and college episode. I think it's going to be super fun. I got a ton of questions, so I guess I hit the ground running with this episode topic, and I hope you guys get a lot of tangible takeaways that you can take away from this episode to really help you, whether you are in college, whether you are in high school applying for colleges, whether you're in college applying for jobs, whether you're looking for internships, whether you're graduated, whatever stage of life you may be in, maybe you're a bit older and you're thinking about going back into college to study or you want to switch career paths, this is the episode for you. And we're going to start it off with a little update, a little life update. So I don't think I said it last week because it wasn't in existence last week. Wow, my voice keeps going, so my apologies. I got four hours of sleep last night. We love that for me. Um, I don't recommend, but I got an apartment. I I'm I'm a big girl now. <laughs> I put an offer in last week for an apartment in downtown Toronto and I'm officially moving August 1st. So freaking soon. It feels like so close yet so far away. Like the anticipation is real. It's July 15th right now, so it's about a week and a half, not even like a week and like not what am I saying? Not a week, like 2 weeks. <laughs> 2 weeks and a little bit until I move. It is a Sunday, which is super nice. But holy, we are adulting, guys. Like, I set up my Wi-Fi with Rogers. I'm applying for tenant insurance. Like, who is she? She's hashtag adulting. She's making moves. I manifested this, and here we are. Manifestation is fucking real, guys. Get on that shit. I can do a whole episode on it. Let me know if you want it. Um, But wow. Oh, also, I'm doing Hannah Eve, her level up course. I actually had the first session tonight. She was on a previous episode. I believe it's now two episodes ago. So listen to that episode. But I'm doing level up and I'm so inspired and so excited. And I love Hannah and she's my big sis. So 
let's get into this. Let's do our weekly intention. I'm going to focus on me. My weekly intention is to focus on me. No dating apps, no scarcity mindsets, no forcing anything, just living life, focusing on me, bettering me. And that's what my mindset is right now. And I really want to encourage myself to stick with this and work on this and not to give in to this desire of having to have someone. I feel like I had a realization. I mean, a lot of my friends told me, but I was like trying to pressure something to happen. I was trying too hard. That's totally okay to go on dates and whatnot, but I'm just at a point right now where I kind of just want to live life and just live in the moment and be really present and challenge myself and being really present. And so that's what I'm doing. And That leads me into the tip of the week. This one isn't as super connected, but I guess it could be, and I'll report back, but this was provided to me by Hannah Eve, and that is to read Super Attractor. I believe it's by Danielle Bernstein. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Super Attractor, it's a book. It's about like manifestation, getting back in alignment, changing your mindset, all the good stuff. So that's Super Attractor. I think there's an audible, and she also has a physical book. Now onto my current faves. Honestly... I don't really have many current faves, but I guess these ones are kind of like weird. I, you couldn't really get them yourself, but I, I mean, I guess you could. <laughs> um, My first current fave is meeting new friends. I've met a lot of new people lately. It's so much fun. It's so exciting. It's fun to meet people outside of like my social circle and like these people live downtown and I'm meeting them through my friend Michal, Mitch, and it's just exciting. It's like new adult life. as cheesy as that sounds, but I'm excited. And with that being spontaneous, you know, I've actually finally been living out and being spontaneous. So I'm so proud of myself and I want to continue doing that. So that is what I'm doing. And then a third favorite one that is a bit more tangible and something that, that you are more likely to be able to replicate is blowing out my hair with the Revlon one brush or whatever like that blow dry hairbrush. I was always doing it on the low setting and I know it's probably bad to put on the high setting but it just works so much better like beyond oh sorry I hit my glass straw in my glass cup for my coffee earlier. I'm just a hot mess today but blowing out my hair and putting it on full heat it just looks so much better and it blows out so much better. However the humidity here in Toronto and I think it's the same in New York right now has been insane like my hair does not stay straight I had a date the other night and I wore it in a ponytail and like hairsprayed the shit out of my hair so that I wouldn't like do whatever the fuck it wanted, you know? But I really love blowing out my hair with the Revlon right now and putting it on full heat, even if it means it's frying my hair, but we're Gucci. Also, I don't know why I just said that. That's kind of chuggy. There's like chuggy. I don't know if you guys have heard this, like chuggy, like chuggy things or whatever, like is trending. Maybe I can do an episode with that as like a little segment. I think that could be fun. But let's get into the bulk of the episode. I thought maybe I could do a little background on my schooling and career and then go into answering your questions. So to give you a little rundown, if you don't really know about my schooling background, my education, I am 21 years old, turning 22 in like two weeks, three weeks, August 6th, baby Leo. Um, So I'm in my fourth slash fifth year of university. I essentially have one semester left, only three courses in the fall, and then I'm done. And 
that is because I transferred schools after my second year of university. So after my sophomore year, I transferred schools. So originally I went to Laurier. I went to Wilfrid Laurier University. It's about an hour or so away from Toronto and Waterloo, Ontario. I went there for BBA, which is the Bachelor of Business Administration program. I was super hype about it. Didn't really fit me though. Um, it was a lot more economics, finance, that sort of thing. Heavy felt really competitive and toxic. And so then that led me to transfer to Ryerson, which ironically was my backup school when I was applying for universities in high school. PSA, I will use university and college interchangeably. They are different here in Canada, at least in Ontario. Um, I do go to university. I don't go to college. They're classified as different once again, but I will use them interchangeably because of my American audience. But then I transferred to Ryerson and I stayed in business. Their program was the Ted Rogers School of Management and the Bachelor of Commerce program. And then I declared my major in marketing management and I declared a minor like you only do this when you graduate, but I've already finished it, a minor in retail management. If you know me personally, you would know that I used to really want to go into fashion when I was younger. It was fashion design and then slowly turned into fashion marketing. My goal in life was to work for a high-end fashion company like Dior or Gucci or Prada, Holt Renfrew, Nordstrom, that sort of situation in their marketing department. I did my grade 11 co-op at Holt Renfrew, which is kind of like the Canadian Nordstrom, I'd say, in the personal shopping department. I was really set on that. Quickly learned I don't love it that much, but I love the buying aspect. I love fashion. And so I did my minor in retail management. I thought it would just be a fun little flair and like something more interesting to take for electives. And I did a lot of marketing, social media based courses through that minor. So that brings me to where I am now. I just took my last marketing course this summer. I have one business course left and two electives. And then we are graduating. We're going to be, I think I've considered the class of 2022 um, now, even though I'm done in December, but I graduate in 2022. So class of 2022, baby, let's go. Bachelor of Commerce Marketing Management degree. We've got this. We got it in the bag. Um, Guys, it's late. It's 9.30 p.m. and I'm a little bit out of it, but this is it just makes it a bit more entertaining for you to listen to, I hope. Now on to my job experiences. I would say that my experience in experiences in my career and my resume are quite interesting, in my opinion. I could be totally wrong, but in my opinion, I think they're quite interesting. I feel like they're not the typical route. I never did co-op. Um, through my school. I had co-op options at Laurier. I didn't get accepted into that. I didn't take up co-op at Ryerson. I decided I was going to do my own thing. In second year, in January, I started working as a social media manager, intern, I guess. I was like a full-time role, whatever. Um, At Flourish, Flourish Pancakes is a protein pancake mix company. It's a startup based out of Vaughan, um, which is just north of Toronto. But I worked there from January to September. And then during that is when I started to really focus on growing Lanny B Fit and my socials. So that was fun. I got a lot of experience from that and working with brands and becoming a lot more serious with that. And then in November, I started working for Natalie Barbu. I was doing her social media for her podcast, The Real Real Podcast. You should check it out. It's a great podcast. 
And I recently have left managing her podcast Instagram, but I have that experience. And since May, I have been working for a social media agency. I don't think I'm going to disclose where I'm working, um, but I've been working for a social media agency, social media and media agency um, since May, and I've been loving it. I'm a social media intern there. My title's a social media manager. I do everything from influencer campaigns, so running them for our clients, to managing social media accounts, mostly on Instagram, starting to on TikTok as well, running Facebook ads, Instagram ads, so paid advertising on social media. I'm helping with business development um, in the company. I like doing a lot of research and development. Ironically, I hated doing that in school, but for some reason, when it's like for my own stuff or stuff that I'm actually interested in, I love doing it. Who would have thought? Um, But that's essentially where I'm at now. I'm working for the social media agency, which I love, and I'm working for myself as well. So that's super fun. But let's get into the question. So the first question is my fave Ryerson experience. I'm going to be honest because I was only at Ryerson like at the school physically for about a semester and a bit before the pandemic hit. I don't really have a fave Ryerson experience. So I'll go off of my Laurier experiences. A lot of them have to do with the social life, but I loved Hoco and I loved St. Patty's and all the fun parties and I loved being away from home. I loved the freedom, which is why I'm so excited to move out again. I loved meeting new people both at Laurier and Ryerson. Um, I would probably say at Ryerson in terms of academics, my favorite experience have been my last two marketing courses. I really liked working in a group, which is like very strange for me. I'm normally someone who's very independent with my work and I'm not a huge group worker or like I I work great in groups, but I would rather work alone. Um, but this is like the first time that I actually really enjoyed it and looked forward to it. And it's probably because I made some good friends, good connections, and they were courses that actually interested me and challenged me. Study methods. You guys want to know my study methods. Honestly, I couldn't tell you the last time like I hardcore studied, but this definitely changed when I went to university and it took a lot of trial and errors and a lot of exploring and going to the learning strategies. Um, centers at my schools both at Ryerson and at Laurier and for me the the method that really helped was one throughout the semester taking notes on the textbook readings before lecture and then taking notes in lecture and handwriting these notes opposed to typing them. I got an iPad Pro in third year and so I like that because then it's still digital but I'm able to handwrite them and I'm aware that that is a privilege. I did buy it myself, but if you can write your notes in a notebook or if you have an iPad or some sort of tablet with a pencil, I highly recommend it any day over typing. You just, it sticks in your head a lot better. Um, And then, so basically I'll write notes throughout the semester and then before midterms and finals, I'll type out all those notes together and then I'll print them and I'll go through and I'll highlight in two different colors. I'll typically use like yellow and pink and 
one color will be for definitions that I'm highlighting. The other one will be for like important terms and words or whatever. And I'll read through my notes and do that as I'm reading. And then I'll do that again. I'll go through again and I'll just do it with a pen. I'll kind of just underline and then I'll do it a third time and I'll handwrite on the notes any like explanations or like extensions onto whatever I'm reading. And for some reason that works really well for me. I've learned um, that if I stop trying to memorize my notes word for word and focus more on understanding the material and why certain things are what they are, I'm able to perform better on my exams. And in realizing this, I realized this in late second year going into third year, my marks went up 20%. It could be that I switched schools. It could be that I was a lot happier mentally. But I also think finding out my study method that worked for me and allowed me to excel and really understand and grasp the content and apply it well really helped. Again, like everyone learns differently. I'm someone that learns by reading and doing. I have to do it myself. Like I can see it visually, but if I don't do it myself, unless I see it visually like multiple, multiple times, it won't stick. I need to do it myself, which is why I highlight, which is why I underline, which is why I write. Um, preparing for lectures and staying organized, having a planner. I love my passion planner. I love my Google calendar. I put all my deadlines in there. I put all the deadlines from the syllabus at the start of the semester in there. I schedule all my lectures in there and preparing for lectures. I read through the textbook readings or whatever the readings are, and then I'll handwrite notes so that I know what's going on in class. And it's a nice review session for me and it deepens my understanding. But those are my tips for you. Planners are key. If you think you can remember everything in your head, I'm sorry you can't. I used to be the same. I used to think that way. And I would forget things and I'd be overwhelmed. It really helps to write it out, whether it be digitally or physically. I highly, highly recommend. What made me choose marketing? And how did you know that was right? Were you ever unsure? So I have known since grade 10 that I really wanted to do marketing. I don't know. I had like this sudden this like urge and like this knowing that I was meant to go into marketing. Maybe it was because I was obsessed with social media from a young age. I'd been watching YouTube since grade six and was super obsessed with that and knew I was really interested in digital marketing before it really became like a huge thing. Um, I had no second thoughts and I knew it was for me and I knew that's what I was passionate about and what I wanted to study more deeply. I knew it wasn't too specific that it would close off any doors. I knew it would be a great basis for any job, no matter what career path I decide to follow. And I really enjoyed learning about it and I excelled in it. So I knew that it was right for me. Um, my minor was a bit more hard. I wasn't sure if I wanted to do a minor. I wasn't sure if I wanted to do fashion design or retail management. And I decided to do retail management, but that's how I knew my major. Actually, no, I did have second thoughts on my major, but I, I was thinking of switching my entire degree when I was moving to Ryerson. I was debating doing like nutrition and becoming a registered dietitian and going that whole route. And I learned that that's more of a hobby for me and I didn't want to pursue a career in it. 
The next question from a listener is, did you know what you wanted to do when you were going into college? I knew what I wanted to do in terms of what I wanted to study. I thought I knew what I wanted to do as a career. I always said I wanted to do like social media. Originally was like in fashion. Then it became health and wellness or like food or something of that sort. But I didn't really know exactly like what I wanted to do in terms of a job. If I hope that answers that question. Have you ever applied for a scholarship or scholarships and how? I have applied for scholarships. I've done it through Scholarships Canada, which is a Canadian scholarship website. Never gone one. I've applied through both Laurier. I think Laurier had a portal and Ryerson has a portal. Never have gotten one. But I just go on there, see what applications they have and fill out whatever form they have, write whatever essay I have to write. But I have not successfully achieved one so maybe go and do deeper research into how to successfully get a scholarship because I have not been successful in that the only scholarship I got was an award at grad in grade 12 for SHSM which was like a specialist high schools major and was like 500 bucks (laughs) that's like the only scholarship in quotations that I've ever gotten but if you got one you go you like that's amazing. Like, I wish I had a scholarship. Like, I got, like, my entrance scholarship, whatever, where you get, like, a grand off. But that's about it for me. That's about it for Lanny. What to do if you realize late in college that you don't like what you're doing or studying? Crisis. Okay. First off, I think, like, there's this mindset and this like messaging in society that it's too late and I'm telling you it's not you you don't have to finish school in four years like I'm not like four and a half okay whatever Atlanta like that's barely like over it but I remember I used to be so uptight about following this perfect path and staying on whatever path I had decided like switching universities was probably the hardest decision for me because I knew it would be the right decision for me in the end but I didn't want to go against my previous connotation and previous decision that I was going to go to Laurier and do BBA and graduate from this program and go along this path and whatnot. But it ended up being so much better that I transferred. I'm so much happier. I've really found who I am as a person. It's really helped me in my career and networking and all that stuff. But I think it's important to remember you are so young. And I guess the only thing really holding you back is money. Like school is really expensive. So for you to start again, it is costly. But at the same time, would you rather spend a little bit more time in school now when you're young or continue along this path where you realize that you don't like what you're doing, you don't like what you're studying, and you realize this like 20, 30 years, 40 years down the line and you're like, shit, I should have changed and done this. And then you go back to school then. And there's nothing wrong with that, but like, wouldn't you rather do it now? But also the other side, Sorry if this is making is kind of confusing to follow. It's late. We're scatterbrained. But the other side is that your career in college, your college degree, unless you're going through some, you're going to be like a lawyer or a doctor or anything that requires certain requirements in order to get that career, your undergraduate degree does not prohibit you from being able to go after any career path you want. So many people, for example, in marketing, 
go into marketing without a business degree, without any marketing experience. They could be science kids. They could be studying sociology, psychology, whatever it may be, and they go into marketing. It does not matter unless obviously you're going to be like a registered dietitian or a lawyer or something that it's there's very specific requirements as to what you need then it really doesn't matter. It does not define the same way how your first job does not define the rest of your career. You can always change. If you speak to your profs, they will, I'm telling you nine out of 10 profs, like they have changed careers multiple times. They have worked in numerous industries, working numerous different types of jobs. It does not matter what your undergraduate career career, I keep saying career, undergraduate degree is. It, it literally has no insane impact on your career or what you do you can totally go into different areas so if you don't want to go back and change your degree or what you're studying or what you're doing you can always move forward and change directions it's just about you taking that leap of faith and making that decision yourself and it's going to be scary because you don't know what the outcomes could be and it's going to be different but it's so worth it I promise I mean I haven't changed my degree but I've changed schools and that was an experience in itself managing or balancing content creating with school this one is definitely hard and over the years I have learned how to balance it better and to not be so hard on myself because I'm someone that when I decide I want to do something, I go 110%, 150% at it, and I don't want to do anything less. And when I feel like I'm doing anything less, I feel like I'm failing, which is really not a good mindset to have. But I've learned when I need to win some and when I need to lose some or just like let go a little bit. Like right now, I've been super overwhelmed. We just handed it in, but I had like my final project report for our capstone course and this was due and so I haven't been uploading YouTube videos I let it go YouTube was not my priority at this time Instagram and TikTok are more my priorities my podcast is more my priority when it comes to my social media platforms school is very important to me and I will shift around my social content creation in order to excel in school because I'm paying for school. I pay for school myself and I believe that an education is important. I think it's important for me. I love my education and so I'm going to make the time for that. It's all about learning how to shift your priorities and to also schedule and be efficient and productive with your time and to be a bit lenient. Be a little flexible. Learn how to be flexible. Um, Know when to give and when to take. What kept you motivated on keeping on going to school? I feel like I just answered this, but I've always been someone who really loves school except for a short period of time when I was at Laurier. I've always loved school. I've always looked forward to going back to school. I enjoy learning. I enjoy challenging myself intellectually and looking at things from different perspectives and challenging myself to think and problem solve. So that's what kept me motivating going on to school. I think a degree is important. I don't think it's the end-all be-all, but I knew that was something I wanted to accomplish, and so that kept me motivated. Networking and building out a network. I think it's really important to leverage LinkedIn and to leverage your school network. It's really important to connect with your profs, talk to them, then connect with them on LinkedIn and stay in touch. Network with your peers Build good connections in your group projects. That's going to be your network as you get older. 
having people introduce you to other people. Be open to opportunities and experiences and introducing yourself confidently to other people. Reaching out via email and asking to set up a coffee date, whether it be virtually or in person. Whatever it is, be open to introducing yourself and pitching yourself and making those connections. Using the job opportunities you have to make those connections with people, whether they be in your workplace or other people you are corresponding with, really set good impressions. You never know who could open what door for you. And I think a network is so, so important. It's literally how I've gotten majority of my jobs in my life. It's how I've connected other people. And I think your network is a huge asset that everyone should have. And it's super, super important. Um, I think there's this like line that's who, what's more important, who you know or what you know. And I really think that it's who you know because at the end of the day, that's what's going to get you in the door. Okay, a listener asked, internship interview tips, I'm up for a big one. I think it's really important with any interview to research the company, look at their mission and vision statements, understand what their motives are, what they do. If you go on Glassdoor, if it's like definitely like a bigger company, you can see previous interview questions, know why you want to work there, what you can bring to the table, why they should hire you over the other candidate, over other candidates, and to just be really confident Someone also asked, like, going off of this is getting over interview anxiety. I think it's really important not to lack professionalism, but to pretend you're talking to a friend. You're having a conversation. I feel like a lot of the interviews, at least what I've been doing, have all been under Zoom. I feel like it's a lot more comfortable. Just pretend like you're FaceTiming a friend. You're having a conversation. Look them in the eye. Show that you're confident. Act confident and no one will question you. And I like to say, fake it till you make it. Just... If you are going to speak and say you forget what you want to say or you're not really sure how to answer the question they just asked you, take a moment, take a deep breath, pause instead of saying um or having word vomit, and then speak. And if you feel like you need a bit more time to think about the question, you can simply ask, I need a moment to think about this. I would like to answer it properly. Something along those lines. But I think my biggest tip for you is to pretend you're talking to a friend, pretend that you already have the job and you're going to feel so much more confident. You're probably not going to stutter as much if you find that's an issue. You'll be more clear-minded and level-headed. You'll be more confident in answering the questions. You will most likely be in less of a flight or fight. Yes, (laughs) flight or fight mode. But biggest tip, do your research on the company, figure out what the job description is, look that over, align your answers with that and your skills and connect them, have examples of previous work, ask other people. Actually, I just remembered this. Go on LinkedIn and you're going to search up the company and you're going to find someone who is in a similar role or was in that role or is like a bit above you. So say it's like a marketing internship role, someone who's like a marketing coordinator, junior marketing, whatever, marketing associate. Connect with them and talk to them and kind of get an insight and network with them. And then they can help you prepare for the interview, which is super great. But just stay calm, cool, and collected. You got this in the bag. Talk to them like you're talking to a friend, obviously professionally, but you've got this. You got this, sis. You can do this.
what would be your first step to finding internships? I like to look for the future. So my two big sites that I use for looking for jobs, internships, and whatnot are one, Indeed, I-N-D-E-E-D.com, and LinkedIn. LinkedIn has a jobs portal. You can look on there. I'll typically search like internship, summer internship. A lot of big corporations like Microsoft and American Express, um, Deloitte, companies like that, they have a lot of summer, fall, winter, etc. internship programs that are open to co-op and non-co-op students. Those are super great if you can have a connection of someone higher up in the company for them to refer you, even better. But definitely look on Indeed and LinkedIn. Don't be afraid to reach out to people in those companies and network with them. And just apply, 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 apply. Keep a list of all the jobs you're applying for because I've been there. I've applied to too many and then I get a call and I I don't remember applying for the job and whatnot. Um, But have your list and apply. Don't be afraid to apply for something that you feel you don't fit into the job description. It doesn't also have to say intern. It can be an entry level role. Go for it. Like go for it. And if there's an intern a company you would like to intern for and they don't have a listing, pitch yourself. Find someone at the company or reach out to their HR email or their job email. A lot of them are like jobs at company, the company name.com and pitch yourself. I pitched myself to my current internship. I messaged him, the president of our company on LinkedIn and I pitched myself. So don't be afraid to be gutty. It, It can open doors for you. Um, thoughts on unpaid internships. Sometimes they happen. Am I for them? I'm not a 100% a big fan. I understand where they come from from a business perspective. But at the same time, I think it is definitely something that can be accepted by someone who is privileged. Not everyone can afford to work an unpaid job. A lot of us need money. They need money. You need money to pay for school. You need money for your necessities, for life. Um, I'm 100% paid internships over unpaid, but sometimes they do happen. Um, And this is our last question, but how to discover what you want to do if you're stuck and unsure. So I was like this. I knew I wanted to do like social media marketing, digital marketing, something. I knew I was into health and wellness and fitness. I knew I was also into fashion. I knew I was kind of into like digital, like tech, like stuff like that. But I didn't really know the specific. Like I was looking at roles on LinkedIn and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I didn't know if I wanted to do like full social media manager. I didn't know if I wanted to be like a marketing coordinator. Like I saw all these titles and these job descriptions and I I wasn't really sure if I wanted to do them. So uh, in reaching out for internships, I stressed that I really just wanted to learn. I wanted to be within the realm of like digital marketing and social media, but I was really open to learning everything and anything and experiencing and kind of going on like a rotating schedule. So like say one week I do influencer campaigns and then the next week I'm doing digital ads and the following week I'm managing a social media page, stuff like that, just so I could kind of dip my toes in the water, the sand or whatever, get dirty in every single part of the business. And I think startups are really great for this. There's a lot more flexibility 
However, I do know that certain bigger corporations do have internship rotation programs like Microsoft has one. I'm pretty sure American Express has one and it'll be like a rotational program within like marketing and you do different types of marketing roles. And then they also have one within finance and like across like three months you do do different things. But my biggest piece of advice, if you're going to take anything, if you're unsure, is to just try different things and to experience different things and to be open to experiencing different things and have an open mindset when approaching them. Because you're only going to be able to figure out what you do and don't like by experiencing it and doing it firsthand. So a lot of people recommend internships, whether like for one summer you do an internship in marketing, the next summer you do something in finance, maybe the next one's in social work, whatever you want to do, whatever industry. Obviously, I'm a business kid, so I'm thinking like business things. But just try to experience as much as you can as possible, whether it be in one job at one company and they're able to rotate you or you're going to multiple different companies, maybe you're working part-time at two different jobs, just be open to experiencing and stress to your employer that you want to learn and you're willing to learn and experience anything. But I hope this episode was super helpful. Let me know if you want another episode on something similar to this or anything. DM me on at Morning Ray Podcast on Instagram what episodes you would like to hear next, what podcast guests you want to hear on the podcast. And make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Morning Ray. It really helps support the podcast. If you guys leave a rating and review on the podcast, on Apple Podcasts, who knows, you might get featured on the Morning Ray or Lanny B. Fit Instagram stories. I think it would be really fun and it would be really sweet if you could do that. It really helps support the pod. And I love you guys so much and we'll chat soon. Bye guys. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.